I saw this episode on Parks and Rec of Ron Swanson building a, a chair and he was building a chair for a restaurant and he kept building all these <laughs> chairs, right? And he builds this one <clears throat> and he's like, they're just not right. So he breaks them down, right? He just literally tears it down. So he breaks another one. He's like, ah. And then they ask him, what's wrong with that one? He's like, it was perfect. It was funny in the moment. I just laughed. I started bawling. But I started thinking about that. I'm like, what happens when you reach perfection? Like That's why yeah. it's an unattainable thing. Because mm-hmm. if you do get there, then what's next? And I think that's why he destroyed the chair. Because I was like, what am I going to do? If I made the perfect chair... What else am I going to make? Dude, that is, that is so that's awesome. Good. <laughs> that is like, yeah. that's pretty it's, deep. It's so- Welcome to the Bench Players Podcast, a podcast by Sandoval Agency. I'm Denzel, the producer of this podcast. Now let's dive in. It's easy to say fail harder or take chances, make mistakes, but isn't there some benefit to striving for perfection? We don't really think so. Instead of striving for perfection, you should be striving for progress. There's beauty in the journey, in the blemishes, and if you aren't making mistakes, you aren't learning. In today's episode, the guys talk about various definitions of perfection and the beauty of making mistakes. They share inspirational connections to Parks and Rec, Dan plays Devil's Advocate, and even shares a beautiful metaphorical story of skipping rocks with his son. Let's dive in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Bench Players Podcast. We are super, super excited to have you here with us. This is the first episode that we are recording for 2021, Mm -hmm. and we are very, very, very grateful to be here at the wonderful Eric Aber Studio in Chandler, Arizona. Today's uh, episode is, the topic is the importance of making mistakes, failing hard. And this quote right here, I'll start off with the quote to kind of set us up. It's one of my favorite quotes, actually. And um, I'm really happy to be talking about this. Mark Zuckerberg said, move fast and break things. Unless you are breaking stuff, you are not moving fast enough. What this equates to me is in order to move fast and make progress, you have to make mistakes. Unless you are making mistakes, you're not doing anything. My dad used to say this to us all the time. Our dad used to say this to us all, all the time. If you don't want to make mistakes, don't do anything. If you are doing something, if people are talking good or bad, if stuff is happening, it's because you are doing something. If you never want to have any drama and if you never want to have anything go wrong, easy. Don't do anything. But if you're going to do something different, you have to make mistakes in order to grow and in order to learn. Mm. Let's dive into it. All right. So obviously coming back, obviously coming out of 2020 um, was a big growth year for uh, hopefully all of us. If you're listening to this, I hope that you took 2020 and you grew from a lot of the stuff that happened from, even if it's just internally, especially actually, if it's internally, um, you were able to uh, look within and realize a lot of things in terms of perspective, in terms of your personal life, your family, your loved ones, gratitude, all of these wonderful things. But what it taught me in specific, and I, and I know I, um, um, you guys will agree with this, is the importance of 
changing things, pivoting. And when, when you do that kind of stuff, you have to make mistakes and you can't be afraid of making mistakes. I think we have this and it, maybe it's like from a childhood thing, we have this stigma of mistakes, bad. You're going to get in trouble if you make a mistake. I think it comes from your childhood. And I also think it comes from corporate work culture where you're, you're just reprimanded when you mm. make a mistake. So we carry that and it compounds in our lives. And then we're afraid to do anything because we don't want to mess up. Yeah. I think that, I think a great place to start uh, as we talk about failure and is why are we so afraid to make mistakes? And I think that's the problem. Like what, why do we, why is it that we seek perfection in the things that we do in our creations or um, the opportunities? I think if you start there, I think it'll really help because it's easy to say you fail harder. It's easy to say move faster, whatever. I mean, I think actually that's what scares people away. I think what they should be more scared about is why is it that I want to aim for perfection? What is it about perfection that is so enticing? Mm. Right? Because I, I think it's like, um, it's you're setting yourself up for an expectation that, by the way, if you had all perfect scenarios or weather, you, it could happen. And sometimes you get close to it and, you know, and sometimes maybe you do in your mind think you aim perfection. But a lot of times it's that journey, it's the outcome that's more important, in my opinion, than, than the exact execution of it. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. there's blemishes in the art. Sometimes that error is actually something beautiful that gets talked about. Well, you can argue that that situation or that thing was perfect because of the outcome, not necessarily because of... Yeah. I don't know, man, we're getting pretty, pretty deep in like a nine o'clock thing, but I think the strive for perfection is an insecurity. Hmm. And the reason why is because we want to control the outcomes. And, but I think, you know, in life, art, creativity, that is the beauty of it, that there are sometimes materials or challenges, or, you know, if you're talking about advertising and marketing, like sometimes the audience uh, may may not get what you just worked really hard to do. And that's okay, but that's the thrill of it all. If, if there wasn't a risk, if there wasn't a potential possibility of failure, mistakes, or, or not attaining perfection, I don't know that we would try as hard. <laughs> yeah. So we overtry and we dilute um, some of our best work yeah. out of insecurity. Well, this is the definition of perfection here, as Denzel has wonderfully included in our notes. Perfection is defined as conforming absolutely to the description or the definition of an ideal type. And I don't know, like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think that's necessarily what we, like, what people should strive for. The absolute. Strive for growth. I think that's it. You know, perfection, like, like, again, and if you want perfection, that's fine. I just know that you're going to find the hard way that you're going to find a blemish in your work any way you look at, or someone else will. Right. Sorry, go go ahead. No, I just think it's also personality based. You know what I mean? There's people who are perfectionists. Mm -hmm. That's why they're labeled that way. And I don't think that's a, that's, it it can become like uh, Manny is saying, like something bad or something, you know, that is hindering you. But it can also, if 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 worked on and mm-hmm. and and done right, it could become something great. Because if, if it weren't for perfectionist, bridges wouldn't be built right. They'd be like, yeah, we 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 did our best and, and mm-hmm. we worked hard. It's like, no, it has to be perfect, or else the fuck. Yeah, sorry, no, no. Call yourself there. Yeah, the thing nice is gonna catch. fall. The thing is gonna fall down, and it's millions of lives. Mm-hmm. You know, that's architecture. It has to be pencil perfect. Dang, drawn a thousand times. Till it is immaculately perfect and people can just put 
put the things there and it's not going to fall down. For me, I feel like it is a, a bar. It, obviously, I don't. Mm. I, I think perfection is unobtainable. That's why it's perfect. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't strive to try to get as close to mm-hmm. there as possible. Um, and working as hard as you can, you know. And, and I think uh, even even in, it's it's all perspective too because you can you you can think something is perfect, but then you see it and you're like, this looks like booty or it looks bad. Mm-hmm. Or I think it sucks and needs more work, and it's like, well, I thought it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, what's the definition of perfection? What's, what's for the me? gauge? It looks different you? to everyone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Here, let's let's go into this. Where where have because I think everyone has had that. I'm glad Dan that you pointed out it is there is a personality trait. Do you, any of you guys consider yourselves perfectionists? No. No. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have a. I think I had a slight bit of it, but I don't think I am to a certain degree. We beat it out of you. I think life beat it out of me. I don't think. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah. Um, I just kind of laughed at it. I think life did it. Well, I mean, you know, it's just that's unfortunately not everyone has the same experiences and opportunities. But I also think that I think what you're getting at, Dan, when you self-reflect and say, "Look, if I have this tendency, cool." How can I improve it or optimize myself? Mm-hmm. And then you can start optimizing your situation, whether it's lack of opportunity experience or whatever, you know, an idea that you're waiting to come. I think we we stress so much about the weather that we don't really think about what really matters in the, if I'm using a sailing example, the the guy, the, the actual person that's, you know, driving this ship, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We think, oh, well, the sky is, the, the, the sea is raging. That's kind of always going to be happening to a certain degree. You know what I mean? And if to our dad's thought, if you want a smooth sailing, go get a pontoon boat and go on the lake, you know, and just, you know, chill all day. But, and those might be cool stories to tell. I don't know that they're that exciting to tell. But some people aren't in it for that, right? Yeah. What's a perfectionist or a moment where you guys are, we recall where we wanted something to be so perfect that it actually was detrimental to either our team, our company, or business or personally anybody have an example i do have one example but uh well open that up. I, I feel like for for even for design because i i was a designer before i was an animator for a designer it's really easy to search for perfection because you you want this post this whatever you're working on to be perfect so you work on it and you that, work that on it pixel and you perfect on it and you work, exactly and then you're like it's just not right yet it's just not right and i remember i would show gil sometimes i'm like what do you think and he'd be like dude this was done like <laughs> two versions ago like just stop working on it because you're never going to obtain the perfect thing and when i was a designer at least i could use something else i don't know what it is it could use something else it could move a little bit to the right it could it's like yeah but you can get lost in that mm-hmm. yeah. and that that that's the hard part to basically say this is good mm-hmm. it's not perfect because it kind of never will be but it's mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. yeah for what for what the task is you know yeah, and I also think it de- it depends on the context because yeah. it's it, it achieves the goals that we have. So as designers, we have deadlines. We mm-hmm. have other nuances that also affect our work. So having something that's let's say eighty or ninety percent complete on time is better. Nine out of ten times is better than having something than continuing to push, yeah. continuing to beat it, mm-hmm. beat it to death until to make it our version of perfect mm-hmm. and then miss a deadline and mm-hmm. miss our objective and miss the the purpose for what this was for to begin with i can't remember who says this it may be gary v and I'll, I'll i'll look at it but he says we always hold ourselves to this invisible standard that we put on ourselves 
when what we should be doing is putting more out there and allowing the market and the audience tell us what is good and allowing the market and the audience to, to say, yes, that one is good. That one is not. But we keep our creative standard or our creative bar there all the time, which means that we limit the amount of stuff that we put out there, which means that we're holding ourselves to this perfect standard, which means we're doing less mm -hmm. because we're not putting things out because it doesn't meet our personal yeah. perfection standard. Josh, what do you think are the dangers of perfection aiming only for perfection and not, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think it could be hindering, honestly. Because if you're working on something and you're striving for that excellence, it'll take forever for you to actually release, publish what you're working on. Um, but let's let's make the distinction between excellent and perfection, though. There's, I think there's there's a difference there. Yeah, because I mean, it's the same thing. I think excellence excellence looks different to everyone as well, right? So perfection and excellence looks different to everyone. But I think there is a very big difference between excellent and perfect, because excellent means you you did a good job. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can do a good job without it being quote unquote perfect. Does that make sense? So you can do an excellent job without it being without perfect. It, without it being perfect. Yeah. You can give it everything you have and it doesn't quote unquote need to be perfect in order for it to be excellent. Yeah. I, I think there's, I think there's a yeah, difference. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me as, as a designer, I, once I'm, I'm done with something, if I don't, I don't push myself too hard, I'm like, you can look at it every, every minute of yeah. the hour. You can be like, I would have done this different. I can right. do that. Once it's published, I don't look at it again because I would be that person. I would look at him like, mm. man, I wish I would have done that. And it's kind of like the whole um, Johnny Depp thing. He doesn't watch his, his films. I don't know if you guys know that. He doesn't. I did not. What, every movie he acts in, he does not watch it. It's like after wow. he's done his job, he's done and it's out in the world and he doesn't do it. I feel like I, I would like to be like that. Um, you're, I, you're, you're like that. Yeah, I, I am to a certain extent. I think it's, um, I think I find myself looking at our work when I have extreme downtime like on a plane, mm. like on the plane here, I kind of listen to like, I don't listen to all, all our podcasts at all, but like I listen to maybe 25%. I'm like, oh, cool. That was pretty good. But I just really try to gauge it. But I think that, I think what the the Johnny Depp example, it's, it's just leave it all in the field. And mm. I will say this, like, let's think about our audience because obviously they're creative. Some of them have businesses. Some of them are aspiring artists or they're just like, how the heck do you get into this business, right? Or this world, yeah. Man, I, I'm sure we all have friends like this, and I think everybody, regardless how many text messages you get of this kind of thing, but I constantly hear, man, I wish I would have started years ago. Mm -hmm. Man, I wish I would I, I, I would have had everything, you know, I would have got myself ready. And I, I'll try to use a blanket statement, but let's, I think this could be really helpful beyond the... Because look, a perfection, you're going to have to make that deal with yourself, period. Because you know again we could we could create something and the audience is like that is perfect to them but to you it's not so at the end of the day where does that line in i think you got to do that you got to do that personal soul work with yourself but when it comes to um losing opportunity and opportunity isn't just money i think people you know i think anytime we talk about business everyone thinks about money and i i that's so i, I went to starbucks today there was a giant line of cars and i went inside and my mind i was like they're gonna be with their heads like just yeah. like uh right mm -hmm. and like they're just gonna like they served me really well and actually got me out really quickly and this coffee is really good mm -hmm. so to me the opportunity is how can i help someone and how do you help someone sometimes it's with your art sometimes it's with your design sometimes it's by serving your customer and inherently you feel so good because what you did didn't just deliver it's not just a deliverable you know you supplied 
you know, a, a service, a, a help. So the problem that I find is that I should have started a long time ago. That's the problem. I think if you keep waiting to have everything ready, you're going to miss the opportunity. Yeah. Unfortunately, not all of us have the luxury to say, let's paint a freaking a mural in our garage for three years to get it perfect mm-hmm. in our mind. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, if you do that, go for it. But my thing is, there's some beauty in the mistakes. There's beauty in in the blemishes. There's beauty in the journey. But you're only going to look back and go, why didn't I start earlier? And and my response to him was like, oh, man, I wish I would have started a long time ago. I wish I'd be where you're at. And I'm like, the only difference between you and I is I started earlier. That's it. But I think we strive for this perfection in not just our art, our careers, our lives, and, and again, I mean, for the person that's like, well, I believe in perfection. Cool. Well, I hope, enjoy your, enjoy that. I, at the end of the day, you got to make that deal with yourself. What advice do you give people that think like, man, I have to get my career perfect. I got to get my design perfect. If, if I have all those things, it will create a perfect end scenario. I recently had a conversation with someone that asked me how to get into the creative industry. So she, she wants to be a designer and yep. it was like, it, it it was very much like a I am this is this is my current job I hate it I dislike this industry like you know after this last year this all this sucks I would like to be a graphic designer mm. um, and it was very much a tell me how to do it and how long it's going to take for me to 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 do this right and and this person was basically looking for that perfect scenario of one, two, three, four, and then I'm here, and then now I'm making money, and now I'm sustaining myself as, mm-hmm. as a designer. And I always struggle with, with these kinds of scenarios because in, in the band days, we always, my, my go-to was don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just just don't do it. Don't be in the band. Don't, don't do music. It's too hard. It sucks. There's a lot of crappy nights and crappy days for not a lot of reward, and yep. it's soul-crushing, and yet it's the best thing ever, yep. right? And the reason why we, I used to do that, and I realized this was a, a jerk thing to, to do, but the reason why I used to do that is because they say, if, if I'm enough to deter you from doing this, you probably shouldn't be doing it. But with, with this, there is no like perfect outline of how you're going to do this and how it's going to work out and how it's going to happen. I think the perfect outcome is becoming that person. And you can do that without, mm-hmm. you can do that without having to go through this quote unquote perfect scenario that you have in your mind. You can become a graphic designer by saying, I'm going to take this class. I'm going to take this course online. I'm going to ask my a friend because I'm pretty sure at this point, we all know a graphic designer in our lives or we all know of a graphic designer. I'm going to ask him how he does this, how this goes. And you decide to be that person. You decide now, from now on, I am a graphic designer apprentice or I'm a graphic designer in training. And then you become that person and now... You, the scenario that you have in your head changes because now it's no longer this perfect road that you're you're going to get discouraged because there's going to be pitfalls and you're mm-hmm. going to fall and there's going to be mistakes made and there's going to be obstacles before you get to this magical place in your mind where now you are dubbed a graphic designer. You can choose to be a graphic designer right now and you do it. There's no There's no romantic perfect scenario to get to that point. But I, I think to your point, it's, the imperfection in the journey makes the 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 outcome that perfect thing that you're looking for. But I think we romanticize and we make this this thing in our minds that says that everything has to happen the way that we want it to happen in our mind. And that's not the way that life works, unfortunately. And fortunately, mm-hmm. because if if it did, there would be no real growth. 
If yep. everything just happened the way we wanted it to happen, there would be no real growth. The last story I'll share, when I first started boxing, I, it was very difficult for me. It still, it still is, technically. But when I first started, it was, it was a lot more difficult for me. And one of the hardest things was basically getting my mind, getting my body to do what my mind was trying to do. And I was really frustrated one time. And shout out to Chandler MMA and everyone over there. But um, one of the things that the, the, the one of the coaches told me was the problem is that you're looking for perfection. Hmm. And, and he said, you are looking at throwing a perfect jab or a perfect hook or a perfect cross. Yeah. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for improvement. Mm-hmm. As long as you're improving, that's the goal. Yeah. Not perfection today because you're never going to be perfect. You're always going to improve as long as you're always improving. And it's stuff that I knew. It's stuff that I that that we grew up with. I mean, that's that's stuff that I live by in business and and in life, but applied in that in that aspect, I was so focused on trying to be perfect, making sure my elbow was right, making sure my foot was right, making sure my hand was like my hip, my my eyes, my chin, all this stuff, perfection, 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 that it was throwing me off completely. When they reframe my mindset to think, hey, it's not about perfection, it's about improvement. As long as you're better today than you were yesterday, that's what you gotta that's what you gotta aim What for. are the dangers? What's at stake if people don't really recognize this thought and concept? Because it it does to me kind of I'm very much of like, cool, how do we give people action steps? Unfortunately, like I'm all for the adventurous, crazy rough sea ride of sailing. Like I love that. And that's I think that's my that's my thing, but not everybody really wants that though they want that mm. so like what's at stake if if you just continue doing everything for perfection a hundred percent i saw this episode on parks and rec of ron swanson building a, a chair and he was building a chair for a restaurant and he kept building all these <laughs> chairs right and he builds this one <clears throat> and he's like they're just not right so he breaks them down right he just literally tears it down and he uh he so he breaks another one he's like ah and then they ask him, what's wrong with that one? He's like, it was perfect. It was funny in the moment. I just laughed. I started bawling. But I started thinking about that. I'm like, what What happens when you reach perfection? Like that, that, that That's why yeah. it's an unattainable thing. Because mm-hmm. if you do get there, then what's next? And I think that's why he destroyed the chair. Because it was like, what am I going to do? If I made the perfect chair... What else am I gonna make, dude? That is that is so that's awesome. Good. That is like <laughs> yeah. that's pretty it was, deep. It was so hilarious to me. Dude, I, Ron Swanson is the best, bro. I've never, I've never, I've never seen that show, but it makes me oh, want to watch. Dude. Send me that episode, I, Ron I, Swanson. So, I watch it just for that guy. If you're listening to this and you've never watched Parks and Rec, me. you should watch. You should watch it because of Ron Swanson. If anything else, it just Ron Swanson is hilarious, and he's so he's the best. He's one of the best characters ever written. I mean, just to tap onto that have you ever thought about right everyone i think can agree this life's a journey right i mean if mm-hmm. not then wow sure yeah let's talk after <laughs> but but what Call i'm saying me. is do you ever understand <laughs> do you ever realize that you know when you start out we talked about how if we plan out everything and this is the if i do x y and z i should be here in x amount of time i feel like 90 percent, at least for my life and i would think a lot of people is like it doesn't happen in that time frame yeah those things did happen but I don't think it's about so much of the planning. I think it was the consistency. It's seeking for improvement and, and progress and growth. But um, I wonder, like, if we know that our goal is to reach an end destination, like you said, the perfection per se, like that chair, it's kind of a boring story to say that it ends there. Yeah. So what I'm saying is an, it's an ever-going infinite journey. And the mistakes are the cool things that you find along the way to help you keep moving towards 
whatever and i don't think it ever ends I, at least for me i yeah. i feel like but that's that's my mentality so what i'm getting at is that every mistake is like you're putting depositing you know more either wisdom learning even sometimes energy you know into mm-hmm. the journey because i think the destination if the destination is perfection then when you get there you're gonna look at that chair and go what what now yeah and for me, it's like, again, it could be just the way I am, but for me, it's always what's next. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, to me, I guess, I don't know. Like, I think that, I think if you are consistent and you are real with yourself, real with your journey, don't compare your journeys, be real with yourself, you're going to get there. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of time. But what I will say is that where you get there may not be where you plan, but it will be somewhere. Because sometimes we we set out to do things that were like, oh, this is what I want, but actually that is something better or something different and you appreciate it. You know what I mean? Because we, we, right when we started, yeah. it was only supposed to be design yep. and like and marketing. social marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there was no video component whatsoever, uh-huh. man. No animation. No animation. No like, illustration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally just supposed to be design and digital marketing or, yeah. or not even digital marketing, yeah. social media, media Facebook yeah. at yeah. the time. Yeah. 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 So, but we, you know, our journey was like, cool, how do we provide for our families, be proud of what we do and have a good time doing it? And guess what? That turned into something else and then turned into something else. Even talking about the the agency, like if there was a perfect agency that did perfect designs and then there was this other agency that did perfect designs, there would be no very variance. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, and I, this guy in the, in the training thing said this, like there's no perfect jab. There's no, everyone, there's a way to do things, but there's a style and -hmm. i feel like that's what that's what the the, almost like the opposite of perfection is in my opinion Mm -hmm. it's like you have a style and to somebody else that might be imperfect or that you're like you're doing it wrong it's like no it's just my style you know what i mean and and there's a beauty in that yeah i think that's the same thing with a journey your journey is beautiful to you the the end is beautiful to you to somebody else it's like oh he's doing life wrong <laughs> or you're do you're 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 going about it wrong and to me i'm like well if you do your perfection and i do my perfection or that whatever that means to you then we're doing it, it's okay mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's yeah. like it's in the, the yep. I hate this, I don't like this phrase, but it's in the eye of the beholder. A hundred percent. What's wrong when, with that phrase? When you were, when you were saying uh, that. Let's go, let's go there. When you, were, <laughs> when you were saying that. You, bro? <laughs> Who was it? When you were saying that, all I could think of was, you, you guys remember, so when we were kids, our, I would get home or one of us would get home from school and we would say something stupid that, that we heard in school and our dad would immediately mm-hmm. say, you remember what he, what he would say? He'd either say, who told you that? Who told you that? (laughs) He would say, who told you that? Where did you hear that? Where did you learn that? Right. It always kind of jarred me because I was like, well, at school or somewhere else or, you know, Jimmy down the street said that, you know, or whatever. Just say guilt told me. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So you can get in trouble. (laughs) But what I'm getting at is I think what you were saying really kind of sparked this in me is who painted the idea of perfection in our minds? Where did we get that idea from? This perfect life, right? The American dream, the two cars, the big house, the mm-hmm. the the white picket fence, like this life that we're all pursuing. Where did that come from? That yeah. perf that perfection, the perfect career with the yeah. with the, with the six figure salary and the nice yeah. car and X Y and Z. Where did that come from? Somebody put that in our in our minds, and then someone, which is you, right. said, "I believe yes. it." Right. 
Someone agreed to that. Yeah. Then you yourself agree to this idea of perfection in your life. And now we're all stuck in now, not all of us, but the majority of people are stuck in this, in this hamster wheel of seeking this imaginary thing that someone else planted instead yep. of to what Dan is saying is seeking your own idea of perfection, your own idea of your, your like finding your own perfect, finding your own, yeah. your own version. Dude. It's, it's so funny. Cause when we work on the films, like I've, I found that the more that I let go, the more beautiful it is. Mm hmm. You know, the more like I think you prepare and you plan and sometimes I go, man, I would have shot that shot differently. But that's not the point. The point is, are you living in the moment? Are you capturing the moment? I'm yeah. more concerned about that than getting all of the things. And I think the rest just follows because we just get better over time. We should. And I think the only way you get better over time is if you're actually intentionally trying to get better. Yeah. Right. Striving perfection doesn't mean you get better. Hmm. You know, I don't think that. I think to me, you get better by learning how to deal with all the different scenarios that aren't perfect and having to make, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. like, dude, I feel like the perfect example of this is making a movie. Everything will go wrong. The day before your location is going to fall through, the day before your talent's going to say, I don't want to do that. Or, you know what? I, you know, I don't want to go there. Or your team might go, you know what? It's, it, it's too cold. Let's go back inside. Or let's, uh, you know, or, or, or the, the, the crazy director is going to go, you know what? I, I want to go another hour and go overtime. And, and it's just like, there's just no, put it this way. If we were out after for perfection, you wouldn't have any of the movies that you freaking love. <laughs> so yeah. rethink that, you know yeah. what I mean? Re yeah. Really rethink that. Yeah. Let's kind of wrap it up, but let's, let's talk about mistakes, right? Like they're, they're scary. I think they're also something to, to Gil's point. There uh, are the way we handle our mistakes are a byproduct of our experiences, and then what we accept if we believe those things from our experiences, or what we make make out of them. Something that I really believe, and I think our parents gave to us, and 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 Josh, we've all kind of done together was we've always bet on ourselves. We built our gut and our instinct, and I think that's the problem. That I think failure and mistakes like really are 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 hard on the ego. Uh, they're embarrassing. They're, they're, they're sometimes shameful, but I think what people don't understand is there's no, I think, better time and feeling, in my opinion, to seriously go, you know what, this could fail, this could not be whatever, we'll see what happens, but to bet on yourself. And if yeah. you've never done that, ask yourself, have I ever bet on myself? Hmm. And if you haven't, I would encourage you to start, and start small if you want, but, but you got to build your gut and your instinct, because put it this way. The way you will perceive failure and mistakes and struggle, it's never going to be easy to swallow. It still isn't. Yeah. You know, I think what you what you we start to do is cool. We start failing faster. You know, which is a common thing we've talked about. You know, uh, on online about failing faster. The reason is because you know that the longer you dwell in it, the longer you're going to live there, and the longer it's going to keep you from the next. Right. And that's the thing. Like last year, we worked on like seventy books. I was talking to Evan about this last night. It was like if we if we had one book that didn't go good and we hang on that thing for way too long, it will affect the, the other 69. Mm -hmm. But we're, but we, we're, we're so held by our short-term pain that we don't realize that the short-term pain is actually what's going to provide the long-term growth and health. Yeah. But what we're not saying on this podcast is that failing and making mistakes that it's easy and, it, and it, it feels great. It doesn't. Right. It's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. It's embarrassing to go, cool, we launched this campaign and it went backwards or, right. you know, and it's also hard to share that with people. But 
I'm a firm believer that if you speak it out, if you share it, it holds no power over you. Right. Versus the common person believes that, well, if I don't share it, no one will ever know. But guess what? They know. Yeah. I, I would, in like a tidbit of wisdom or advice is, I would be weary of anyone and anything and anyone that says, this is going to be perfect. This is going to go exactly as I, as as we're saying i've never i've never made a mistake everything i've always done has been perfect and great yeah i always yep. gravitate towards people that say yeah i mean that was this is the truth i messed up that sucks isn't I that i did that that's that was a really great interview question we we asked what was your biggest failure yeah in we, any of your jobs whenever when we started and beyond the fact is to, to understand it also shows what rough seas have you sailed? And by the way, like, you know, I hope no one, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I do hope. You ever guys think about your kids? Like, go like, do I want them to struggle as much as I did? Yeah. I kind of do to a certain degree. Maybe that's, not the uh, same struggles, but the truth part. is those failures shaped who we were. Well, think, yeah, exactly. And think about it this way. It's it, when you're, when you meet someone and you're going to do life with someone or you're going to partner with someone or you're going to have them on your team and they've never gone through anything hard. They've never been tested. That means you're going to have to deal with that. If me and you are going to go into a fight and you've never been punched in the face, that's something that I'm going to have to deal with. Oh, he's been punched in the face. (laughs) By the man sitting across, he gave me 100% of his power. And I just want to tell our whole audience that he didn't phase me whatsoever. It was 20%. It was 100%. Max 25 Over the, at the dinner table of all places, man. You, he was. I was there. I, I, was there. I, I, I did ask for it though. I literally I asked for it. Like yeah. punch me in the face, and he did. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> we were, are we gonna, uh, Denz? Are you? Do you take this kind of stuff out of the podcast? Yes. Why? Let's leave it in there. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Awesome. Yeah, oh, really, oh, wait. Our wow. producer just said that this is a almost a hundred percent. Edit, edit, what? Edit list. So okay, cool. Awesome. No, but it, it's it's true when 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 you have that kind of scenario and and you're gonna you're gonna include someone in your life or someone in your on your team that's never been through anything that's never had a, a bad client. Tell them off. At the first sign of that, it's fifty fifty whether they're gonna crumble and retreat or not. Yeah. Right. But when you know someone has been through hell and you know someone that's it's his has been battle tested, if you will you know that person is going to be there and you know they're going to be able to hold their weight and you know they're going to be able to carry their own weight because they've been tested. But someone that's never been tested, I, I, it's a different challenge. I, I yeah. think it's similar to, like I, I went to the river over here. I forgot, not over here, but north. And I picked up a rock and I love to skip rocks. I don't know if you guys do. But I'm poor boy. Finding that perfect flat round rock and makes it skip 10 to 15 times. I know people can skip it way more. What? Finding, That's a lot. Yeah. I, I love practicing. I gave up. Working on I, four, bro. I gave up when I was 10. <laughs> but I started thinking about how the how did how do these rocks get so round and almost perfect? Like smooth. in my opinion, perfect. Yeah, they're so smooth and perfect. They don't start out that way. Hmm. You know, they fall off of mountains or from they if you get closer to the shore, you see their natural shape, which is all jagged and rigid. Mm-hmm. The way they get perfect is by hitting and and exactly they smooth each other out Mm -hmm. and that's how i view that's how i keep thinking about perfection like you have like you said you have to go through those rough times (laughs) you have to Mm. get those hard edges out of you and then eventually with enough of that you'll end up with this super smooth perfect rock 
that just skims perfectly. And I think that that plays into to people, you know what I mean? You you need to go through these things that at the time you're like, this sucks, I want to give up. Or, you know, you fail. You thought you failed, but that's smoothing you out. You thought you were mm-hmm. you were getting punched, but you were really, you know, getting those kinks out. And those rocks that crack and crack in half, they still continue. So even if you're broken, even, you know what I mean? Or if you thought mm-hmm. I failed, this this is this is it. Damn, dude. It still continues. Preach, and bro. Like, you, I'm, you, I'm, get, you're getting just, deep today. You woke, oh, bro, like oh, that. Yeah. You woke today. It, 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 <laughs> it's all, it's all but, perspective, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, and it, it, this is all from, like, I, I love to go with my son. Land the plane, bro. It's yours. I, yeah, yeah, it's no, dear, I, I just, I'm being I, serious. Land the plane. I, Bring it home. Bring I, it home. I love going, uh, doing things with my son. And I remember standing there and I told him, uh, and even my one of my nephews, um, from California, he he was there too, and I'm like, hey, let's look for the perfect rock. So when when we throw it, we can get 10, 20 skips. And I remember he brought this rock to me, and it was not in my eyes, it was not perfect. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. He's like, it's perfect. I remember he looked, he went, he didn't even want to throw it. He's like, it's perfect. And then he turned down to his dad, and he's like, can I take it home? Because it's so perfect. And I'm like, don't you want to throw it and see how many times you can? He's like, no, I just, it's so perfect. I just want to take it home and just stare at it. And I'm like, in a way, if you strive for something that's perfect, if you don't give up, if you if you take the hits and if you break and you continue to go, you'll eventually end up at a level of perfection that is maybe not perfect to you, maybe not perfect to your neighbor, but it is the perfect version of you that was meant to be. Thank you for listening to the Bench Players Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I hope to catch you at the next episode. Until then, check us out on Instagram at sandoval.agency and on our website, sandovalagency.com. Peace.